0: The company stood at attention, each man looking straight before him at the empty parade ground, where the cinder piles showed purple with evening. On the wind that smelt of barracks and disinfectant, there was a faint greasiness of food cooking. At the other side of the wide field, long lines of men shuffled slowly into the narrow wooden shanty that was the mess hall. Chins down, chests out, legs twitching, and tired from the afternoon's drilling, the company stood at attention. Each man stared straight in front of him, some vacantly with resignation. Some trying to amuse themselves by noting minutely every object in their field of vision. The cinder piles, the long shadows of the barracks and mess halls, where they could see men standing about, spitting, smoking, leaning against clabbered walls. Some of the men in line could hear their watches ticking in their pockets. Someone moved, his feet making a crunching noise in the cinders. The lieutenant's voice was pitched in a hard staccato. The sergeant's hand snapped up to salute like a block signal. Company! Dismissed! He rang out. The row of men in khaki became a crowd of various individuals with dusty boots and dusty faces. Ten minutes later they lined up and marched in a column of fours to mess. A few red filaments of electric lights gave a dusty glow in the brownish obscurity where the long tables and benches and the board floors had a faint smell of garbage mingled with the smell of the disinfectant the tables had been washed off with after the last meal. The men, holding their oval mess kits in front of them, filed by the great tin buckets at the door, out of which meat and potatoes were splashed into each plate by a sweating K.P. in blue denims. "'Don't look so bad tonight,' said Fuselli to the man opposite him as he hitched his sleeves up at the wrists and leaned over his steaming food." He was sturdy with curly hair and full, vigorous lips that he smacked hungrily as he ate. It ain't, said the pink, flaxen-haired youth opposite him, who wore his broad-brimmed hat on the side of his head with a certain jauntiness. I got a pass tonight, said Fuselli, tilting his head vainly. Going to tear things up? Man, I got a girl at home back in Frisco. She's a good kid. You're right not to go with any of the girls in this goddamn town. They ain't clean, none of them that is, if you want to go overseas. The flaxen-haired youth leaned across the table earnestly. I'm going to get some more chow. Oh, wait for me, will you? said Fuselli. What you going to do downtown? asked the flaxen-haired youth when Fuselli came back. Eh, don't know, run around a bit and go to the movies, he answered, filling his mouth with potato. God, it's time for retreat. They overheard a voice behind them. Fuselli stuffed his mouth as full as he could "'and emptied the rest of his meal reluctantly into the garbage pail. "'A few moments later he stood stiffly at attention in a khaki row "'that was one of hundreds of other khaki rows, identical, "'that filled all sides of the parade ground, "'while the bugle blew somewhere at the other end where the flagpole was. "'Somehow it made him think of the man behind the desk "'in the office of the draft board, who had said, "'handing him the papers, sending him to camp,' I wish I was going with you, and had held out a white bony hand that Fuselli, after a moment's hesitation, had taken in his own stubby brown hand. The man had added fervently, "Ah, it must be grand, just grand, to feel the danger, the chance of being potted any minute. Good luck, young feller. Good luck." Fuselli remembered unpleasantly his paper white face and the greenish look of his bald head but the words had made him stride out of the office, sticking out his chest, brushing truculently past a group of men in the door. Even now, the memory of it, mixing with the strains of the national anthem, made him feel important, truculent. "'Squads, right!' came in order. Crunch, crunch, crunch in the gravel. The companies were going back to their barracks. He wanted to smile, but he didn't dare. He wanted to smile because he had a pass till midnight, because in ten minutes... He'd be outside the gates, outside the green fence and the sentries and the strands of barbed wire. Crunch, crunch, crunch. Oh, they were so slow in getting back to the barracks, and he was losing time. Precious free minutes. Hip, 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 cried the sergeant, glaring down the ranks with his aggressive bulldog expression to where someone had fallen out of step. The company stood at attention in the dusk. Fuselli was biting the inside of his lips with impatience. Minutes at last— As if reluctantly, the sergeant sang out, "'Dismissed!' Fuselli hurried towards the gate, brandishing his pass with an important swagger. Once out on the asphalt of the street, he looked down the long row of lawns and porches, where violent arc lamps already contested the faint afterglow, drooping from their iron stalks far above the recently planted saplings of the avenue."